Hey, this is Heidi Dawson. If you love all things health and wellness and style of any kind, hang out here with me each week. I'm obsessed with never-ending improvement, and it's all in an effort to help each one of us live a wildly successful lifestyle. Subscribe today so you don't miss a thing. Hi guys, welcome to episode 381 of the Wildly Successful Lifestyle Podcast. How's it going out there? I hope you're all finding this episode and you are happy and healthy. And if you're not, I hope this helps. I heard from someone recently that they wanted to hear an episode around healing. Healing from heartbreak, I think specifically, but I thought it would be good to include all the normal things that we have to go through as humans because pain is part of our human experience. Everyone's. No one is exempt. We all feel hurt and, or pain or sadness or fear at some point in our lives. And those feelings, they're valid. I mean, we can't we can't measure how much pain is appropriate based on the circumstance compared to someone else's painful situation. We do that though, don't we? Just understand that your pain is valid. No matter what anybody else is going through, or it doesn't matter. Know that. Kevin, my trainer, and I were talking about comparison, and he said, which is heavier, a pound of cotton or a pound of steel? So think about that. Which is heavier, a pound of cotton or a pound of steel? What do you think? Well, I quickly jumped in and I was like, well, steel, obviously. And by the look on his face, I knew I was missing something. And so I gave it, I went back and he's kind of looking at me and I gave it some more thought and I went, ah, oh, <laughs> they're both a pound. Neither is heavier. Now, may have, you had a lot more cotton to get to that pound, but they weigh the same. Our pain is like that. Maybe someone else is going through something you think pales in comparison to what you're going through or vice versa. So don't do that. Don't compare. What you're feeling is valid. We just need to get to the bottom of how to get you where you want to be, which is feeling better. But make sure you actually want to feel better because some will identify and attach themselves to their pain so much for so many reasons. So ask yourself, do I really want to feel better or is this working for me in some way? Are you getting something from it? That's a really good thing to know. I mean, some people growing up were only given love if they were sick or hurt. And as an adult, they may still find that that works for them. So they hang on to it and they're constantly looking for more pain. So answer that question first. But let's say that isn't the case for you. Let's start here. And, and let's just say it's not that isn't the case. It is perfectly normal to feel sad or to find it really hard to function normally when something bad happens. Maybe you've had a breakup or someone you love died. It's perfectly normal to feel sad or to feel physical pain. My older sister said she sometimes physically hurts missing her husband who passed away recently. So you're going to feel bad. There's nothing wrong with you if you do. In fact, probably something may be wrong with you if you didn't, if you're going through something painful. So feeling pain at different times in life is normal. I use pain as a, by the way, as a general term for like sadness, anxiety, grief, anything you're going through that feels painful. Because I think all of those feel like pain. Um, but we have this idea that we should be happy all the time. And if we aren't, then something's wrong. I've thought that in the past because my nature is naturally happy. So I would avoid pain like a hot stove. Now, I've since realized that avoidance doesn't make pain not be there. It just tucks itself deep inside the mind, ready to pounce. 
sometimes showing itself in complete overreaction to say someone cutting you off in traffic or your spouse looks at you wrong. Have you ever done that where you had a meltdown that didn't really match the circumstance? <laughs> a lot of times that's just something that you tucked away and didn't deal with. And when it gets big enough, it's got to go somewhere. So pain is a normal human emotion. You're going to feel it and it is good to process it if you can, but we don't want to live there. And second thing, it really helps to recognize the power you have to make things better or worse. We're human with human emotions, and we know now that no one is exempt from feeling pain at some point or another, which means there is nothing wrong with you because bad things happen to you. It isn't God punishing you. That's a very classic religion thing. No, God only knows love, and you are love at your core, your goodness at your core, your joyful and peace at your core. That's why it feels so bad when you feel something other than those things, love and goodness and joy. It's because that's not who we are at our core. We're meant to feel good and we're supposed to be having fun and enjoying life. But we're also human in human bodies with human emotions, which have a very wide range. Now, we have more control of our mind than we were ever taught. And the people who understand that are very powerful because they're able to move through life through inevitable pain and heartbreak, which we all have, but they're able to bounce back from the pain and heartbreak and become even stronger. Great awakenings a lot of times come from process pain, and you have that power too. Think about the things you've overcome already, and here you are, still standing, listening to this podcast, still going to work, still able to find peace at the ocean, still hopefully able to smile at all the cute little animal videos on the internet. Everything you experience, good or bad, is coaxing you or guiding you to some sort of self-actualization. It's when you realize that that you start seeing clearly that life is working in your favor. I can think of a couple of the most painful things I've been through and the trajectory that they put me on, it blows my mind. I mean that. Life is happening for you, not to you. Everything that's happened to you has led to, to where you are right now. And if you've allowed it, it's helped you grow and has made you stronger. And maybe you think where you are right now isn't that great. Maybe you're not feeling that great about yourself or your life. But where is that coming from? Is that coming from your core of who you are? Or is it coming from the thoughts that you're telling yourself? Or maybe that someone else has told you your whole life even possibly. That's one thing that I really have learned to do when I'm feeling sad or I'm feeling some sort of anxiety or some sort of emotion that's painful. I ask myself, what am I thinking right now that's making me feel sad? I've been, I've been on vacation before and I was feeling sad. It happened recently. My family, we all went hiking. I know I've talked about it in Fall Creek Falls, my whole family. But uh, my sister Molly and her husband and my brother Stuart and his wife Stacy left a day early. So we stayed a full night and a day longer than they did. And their cabin was right across from ours. So the morning I got up and they had left, I was looking at their cabin and I was so sad. I was just feeling really down and I was thinking how sad it is that they're gone. But what was I doing to myself? I mean, here I am sitting in this beautiful cabin in these beautiful mountains with my wonderful mom and dad and big sister and gorgeous husband. And I was creating these things that make me feel sad because I was focusing on what was missing instead of what was right there in front of me. Now, I know enough to let that feeling be there, okay? So I sat there and I thought, all right, I feel a little bit sad. And I know the reason, I get it, but where am I feeling it? So I sort of felt, felt it in my chest and in my heart area a little bit. 
And I just let myself feel it. And, you know, I, I, for a minute, I didn't carry it throughout the whole day. And because I thought, okay, am I going to let myself feel this way all day? Am I just going to be sad all day because our whole family isn't together like they were yesterday? Or do I want to have a good day and enjoy what's right in front of me? And that's what we did. We hiked our butts off and we swam in the waterfalls and we grilled a wonderful dinner and we played games and we had a wonderful time. And then we went home and it was a wonderful vacation. See, I was thinking my way into sadness that morning. And look, it's okay to feel sad when someone leaves. But are you going to live there? No. You have the power to not live there. You do. You have the power to keep moving forward, to keep finding a better feeling thought. This is part of our work. We have to tell our mind what to think sometimes. Actually, a lot of times. <laughs> Don't fall victim to your mind and your thoughts. You have to control your mind. If you just leave the mind to it, let it run free like a two-year-old, nothing good is going to come from that. It will conjure terrible thoughts, especially about your own self. <laughs> It'll say, this was all my fault. I am just unlovable. I'm a wreck. I hate myself. This is never going to stop happening to me. And then it'll pile on too. It'll remind you of all the bad things you've done in the past. And it'll spiral into worse and worse thoughts until you stop it. And stop it you can. But you have to be open and aware enough that you're having those thoughts and that you have the ability to change them. And part of that comes from maybe changing what you're doing, what you're watching, what you're reading or listening to, because our mind is really sensitive and reactive to the things that we consume. I mean, how many times have you felt yourself getting upset because you're reading a news article or maybe you've jumped in on your ex's Instagram or you're listening to sad music? That all plays a role in how we feel. I was in the car with my mom and dad, my big sister, and we had kind of a long drive. So we were listening to music and my dad was playing music that we all love and he decided he was going to put it on a radio station that he thought I would just love. Now I grew up in love with Phil Collins. That's all I wanted to hear. Everyone knew how much I loved him. So my dad decides to play Phil Collins radio, which at the time I thought was a great idea. But a few songs in, not sure if you're familiar with all of his music, but one song was Separate Lives and then it went right into Groovy Kind of Love. And I happened to look over at my big sister, and she is bawling crying. <laughs> I mean, just bawling. Both of those songs were kind of sad, and they were bringing back memories of early years with her husband, and I could see that clearly. So I'm like, change the channel, change the station. We cannot play this music anymore. And my mom and dad, are they're shocked. They're like, what? Why not? And then they see what I saw with Heather, and they're like, oh, okay, got it. So we were flipping the stations and we said, Heather, what would make, what do you want to hear? And she said, let's play Frank Sinatra. And that's what we did. And a few minutes later, we're singing to New York, New York, and she's smiling and laughing again. Big change in emotions from minute to minute. Now she can't change the fact that her husband died, but she knows that some things are going to bring her down and some things are going to lift her up. Now, if you know certain things lift you and certain things don't, stop doing the things that don't. And no, we aren't trying to act like things didn't happen or stick our head in the sand. We're simply reaching for a better feeling thought by playing a better feeling song. There's power in that. You have so much power to create a better feeling, especially by reaching for a better thought. And look, music is super powerful, by the way. According to Andrew Huberman, if you listen to 13 minutes of sad music, that is the amount of time studies show can help you process that sadness and sort of release it. That is so 
interesting to me. 13 minutes of a sad playlist could help you process and work through painful emotions. And this is all according to studies that they did. I thought that was great. Processing the pain you're feeling can help it fade. And that's just one tool you have. Now on the flip side of that, and this is the part where you don't have to live in the pain, listening to nine minutes or more of happy music will cause a shift in your emotional state towards happiness. Amazing. <laughs> These are tools for us. You might consider making a playlist on Spotify and just have and know when you're trying to process something or know when you want to feel great. Scientifically, it's proven to help us navigate the ups and downs we feel as humans. So music is super powerful. Use it wisely. <laughs> consider yourself though, consider yourself the, ma the maestro of your life. You're pulling all the strings and the sooner you know that, the better. You know the things that lift you versus the things that don't. And you can watch that in real time if you're awake and aware. You may have tons and tons of support around you, and I hope you do. But you still have to do the work on yourself if you want to feel better long term. Pain is a part of the human experience, but suffering, that's optional. You are not broken. You are not waiting for something or someone to come and save you because they won't. You are whole just as you are. The sooner you know that and the sooner you realize that no matter where you are, there is always a better feeling thought available, but no one can think it for you. And that's your work, to always be reaching for that better feeling thought. My challenge to you today is to remember this. You were born with something in you that can take on the world. The idea that you cannot handle hard things was sold to you by society. It isn't true. You weren't born thinking that. When you were a kid, when you fell down, you got right back up. You probably did that a thousand times. And you didn't think there was something wrong with you and beat yourself up. Nobody else did either. You just innately knew eventually you'd be walking no problem. And so did everyone else. So you kept on trying. Where is that innate knowing now? It didn't leave. Innate actually, by definition, means inborn. It means natural. You still have that. You at your core can rise above and even thrive through hard times. People do it all the time. People find happiness after loss. They find love after heartbreak. They find wealth after losing everything. <laughs> but they don't do that from a place of victimhood. They do it from a place of never giving up. Always knowing it's going to be better just around the corner. You innately know that. That's what comes naturally. You get down, you get back up. Share this with three people who you want to see fly. I love you guys. I'll talk to you in a few days. Don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends because we're just going to keep going bigger and better places together. And I love that about us. Talk to you in a few days.